Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of the Wave of Wire podcast presented by FanDuel. Recapping week eight. This this was a fun week. Um, a little bit better than the last couple of weeks. We're gaining a little steam, at least on the, the games, just in, ter- in terms of being entertaining. I am joined each yeah. and every week by Jennifer Piacenti. Jen, how are you this week? I'm, I'm good. It was kind of a fun day so far, wasn't it? It was even like the bad games were good, like the, yeah. the Chiefs Jets game. And we're going to bounce around the league a lot. Like that was a bad game, but it still was great. We got to marvel at all of the, all of the Mahomesness that we were getting from that game. It was just incredible. Uh, yeah, definitely have a couple of things to to break down. But yeah, even like the bad games weren't terrible. Although the Raider Brown game was terrible, and I'm in the Ohio area and. My Thursday FanDuel picks, I had a Baker lineup, as we discussed, and I had to pull that whole lineup and chuck it in the trash. Yeah, and sometimes you just got to do that when the weather hits. There's just no way around it. And same, I I mean, I didn't even really bother adjusting mine, and I should have. I just let it roll and was like, oh, whatever, it'll be contrarian. I didn't spend much money on it. But if I, were, if I had a lot of money on it, I would have changed them because you can't beat that. I mean, you saw that kick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I, I did the research goal, like, myself. that. Every every Sunday morning part of the routine, I usually take uh, the little guy to a like a playground that's pretty empty at 11 a.m. on a Sunday because over here in like the Cleveland area, you know, they're all getting ready for the Browns game by like 9:30. So it's just me and him. I kind of dressed him up warm, put him in the car, drove to the playground at 11 a.m. and then got out and I'm like, Nah, we can't do this. It started yeah. snowing and blowing Aww. the snow into our eyes. So I'm like, we're going to Starbucks, little guy. We're going to go get yeah. a coffee and a bagel and we're going to we're going to sit this one out. And then as we were enjoying a snack, I was pulling my Baker Mayfield uh, Higgins lineup yeah. out of FanDuel. It was bad. Yeah. But that was smart that you did because that ended up paying off for you. I had to. I think yeah. um I'm, I think I'm in the top 50 right now. I went with the Russell Wilson ish yeah, lineup. I just checked and you're doing very well. Um, I did horribly. Uh, my left bail play did not pay off. Obviously, Russell Wilson did, and so did Brandon Ayuk and all that. But um, yeah, but you know who's beating us both this week? But luckily, we didn't have a wager with him this week. Howard. Howard. Hey, look, listen. Yeah, but we didn't, we didn't bet this week, so it doesn't count. You know, I mean, I, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Eventually, <laughs> Howard was going to eke out a W in the waiver wire contest. And yeah. great participation again, uh, you guys listening. Like yeah. That contest is filling up quickly. Um, before we do our bounce around the league and talk about everything that happened, uh, how was your Halloween in this in this crazy world we're living in right now? Did, I mean, you know, I I'm not expecting a party story, but anything, was, any was- anything? It was a riveting night watching the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, realizing that maybe Lucy is truly the scariest monster on Halloween. She's mean. (laughs) That girl's mean. Uh, I have a quick Halloween story. um, And then we'll move on to football. So last year, you know, the little guy was only about six months, seven months old. So it wasn't really a Halloween-y Like We dressed him up as a pumpkin. We took him by my grandmother's house and my bounced him around the family a little bit. But this year, you know, he's a year and a half old. He's ready. 
but obviously everything going on with you know COVID, so we didn't know it was going to be. So one of our neighbors here, we just moved in to this uh, this area, and one of the neighbors, it's like a cul-de-sac, basically put some floor. First of all, we got booed. Did I ever tell you? You know what getting booed is? Have you ever heard of this? This is some real this is some real suburban shit. No, getting booed. Okay, so a I mean I've been booed, ago, but. <laughs> it's not that kind of boo. <laughs> Trust me, I've been booed as well yeah. many times. Uh, so basically one night I'm putting the kid to sleep. So whatever, eight o'clock at night and the doorbell rings as I'm putting him to sleep. And my wife was downstairs. She didn't make it in time to get the door and didn't even bother to try to go get it. So I put the kid to sleep, come downstairs and I'm, we have one of those doorbell cams. So we're like, oh, well, who rang the bell? She's checking the camera and some guy in a hood, and again, it's three, four days before Halloween, in a hood, and a uh, mask, but a, a, a COVID mask, I guess you could okay. say. And not, he, like a, and it was raining not like a out. Jason mask. No, not a Jason okay. mask, uh, a, right. a safety mask, okay. we'll call it. And um, it was raining out, so he had like his hood pulled over, and he like ran up to the door and like threw something at the door and ran. And if you walk, when you walk away from my front door, if you go to the right, that's like the path to the street. And if you go left, you're literally cutting across the muddy grass to go to like another house. So this dude throws something at the door and then turns around and walks and runs left across the grass. So immediately my wife's a little freaked out and I am too. I'm like, uh, I don't even want to know if I want to go look at what's on our doorstep right now. So we open the door like two scared little kids on Halloween, creak it open and there's like a large pumpkin basket filled with some candy and a note. And it says, you've been booed from someone in your neighborhood. And you now have to do this to two other neighbors before Halloween. Happy Halloween. And it was a nice basket. It actually gave you, they gave us soap and hand sanitizer and some candy. And so it was really, really cute. And then we had to go do that to two other people. So oh, that's that so happened. nice. It's so out. much nicer than like getting your house, house toilet papered, which is like what happened when I was growing up. I grew up in Brooklyn. They would shoot up your house with paintball guns and shit. Like I could, this is, you didn't get booed in Brooklyn. So wow. I'm, I'm digging the, the vibes. So a neighbor in our little cul-de-sac over here sent out like a flyer saying like, Hey, obviously, you know, we're not doing full trick-or-treating stuff and we're all, but like, we're going to have like a cul-de-sac party, like stop by our driveway with the kids. If you want to dress them up, we're all going to be wearing masks and social distancing. Great. So I didn't really see the flyer. My wife was like, okay, we're going to go to this thing. It's going to be great. We're only going to go for a half hour, but we're all dressing up as a family. I'm like, ah, oh, gosh, do we really have to? It's like not even really Halloween this year. She's like, everyone's doing it. All the adults are wearing costumes. I said, okay, great. Fine, fine. I'm not going to be a Scrooge yet. Let's just do it. She was Dorothy. My son was the cutest lion in the world. And I was a weird, weird scarecrow. I did not like my costume. It fit weird, like a kimono almost with like a belt, a uh, little fit. It just was terrible, right? And my mother-in-law was the Wicked Witch. We do all this. We, five o'clock rolls around. We get our masks and our stuff and we walk up to the cul-de-sac party. There was probably 20 adults and 10 kids, all socially distanced safely. Not one adult wearing a costume. Oh, I'm meeting neighbors for the first time so as sorry. a weird ass scarecrow. <laughs> she knew the whole time. She set me up. It was she a setup, knew? Jen. I got set up. It was a setup? Set up the whole time. Anyway. Whoa. It was still fun. And I committed and I committed to the bit. And everyone was, you know, yeah. 
So thank you very much, Bree. If you're listening, uh, I will get you back for this. And um, wow. I'm going to say, though, I didn't really miss Halloween all that much. I will, uh, you know, I feel bad for the kids, though. And I do feel like Halloween in general should be about the kids. Not saying you can't enjoy it as an adult. But uh, I, f- I feel, you know, I feel bad for the kids who didn't get to trick-or-treat and stuff like that. But uh, hopefully next year. I just Do- like the candy. I mean, pretty much. Oh, I, 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 I've been basically eating a Kit Kat every hour and a Reese's. Yeah. Let me ask you this. When you eat a Kit Kat, do you break off the piece and eat one at a time or do you bite right into it? Oh, no, I break it off. I I break it off. I enjoy it. I take my time with it. Apparently, there are people that just bite into it. And I want to know who who are these psychopaths? Yeah, I just found this out. Like, I I heard they they bite into it. It's weird. That's awful. Why why would you break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar? Have they not heard the song? Why? Savage. That's just savage. Weird. All right, let's let's bounce around the league. Do you feel any relief knowing that the fact that your Cowboys haven't played yet? So maybe that's why you um, seem like you're in a much better mood than you've been. I haven't had to be angry. Um, yeah, I haven't had to be angry yet. So it's happening right now, and it, we're recording during it, so I don't have to watch any of the carnage. And I went ahead and happily started both Ezekiel Elliott and Travis Fulgham, and hopefully they'll both do well for me tonight. I don't see why not. Uh, I'm really excited to support Danuch see what happens, you know, think I might sing him a little grease lightning song next week, or I, I don't know. It's He's going to go full Rocky Balboa and just up and shock the world. Uh, It'd be awesome. I'm still thinking about DMing your father. You have to be regretful of this, this trade that we've been discussing now for almost two weeks. I am, fully. I'm, I'm not regretful. It is not enough time oh. for me to be regretful of this because I still, well, let's see what Ezek does tonight, obviously, but I still, we still needed a really good running back more than we needed a receiver. What? And look, Gaskin didn't even factor into the game and he still had like eight, nine points and the, he had a well, fumble and didn't even touch the ball. And I'm pretty sure that Ezekiel Elliott will give me at least eight or nine points too. And I, okay. I have Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson now. And Claypool had an okay game. Deontay Johnson had one point. He did. One he point two. Game today. Devontae Adams is but, catching touchdowns like okay, okay, but, okay, but hold people. on. He was facing Minnesota. Minnesota's given it like up, and I even said it. Minnesota wasn't that good of me. Let's see. Let me look at my stats here. Minnesota, <laughs> the second most points to wide receivers in the entire NFL all year. Of course, Devonte Adams is going to catch two touchdowns. Why didn't he catch four? Dalvin Cook ran for four. Come on. You're proving my point. They Blacking get to, on me, Adams. You're proving my point. They get to play them again. They might get to play them again. No, That's they definitely true, play them but, again. But. I still needed a running back more than I needed. I needed Zeke more than I needed Devonte Adams because it's easier to stream a wide receiver or find a wide receiver than it is to find a wide receiver. Wouldn't you want the back. running back who's on like a really good football team? The Dolphins are a really good football team and fun to watch. I'm not saying he's better no, than Zeke. No, because I don't know. That, but it, it, a running back who gets me eight or nine or ten points? No. When you get 30 two weeks in a row from Adams, basically. No, I mean, I'm not saying that Adams isn't a great player. I, he is, but it has to do with your needs. It's not in a vacuum. Okay, so if Zeke has another, which he's done like almost each and every week for the last three weeks, if he has another like seven-point performance, will you finally say, Jerry, you you were right no, on this one? not no. yet. We need at you're, least six weeks of data. 
This is not, this is not a neck. You can't make a trade. You can't make a trade and then be like two weeks later. Oh my God, it was terrible. People have up weeks. They have down weeks. They have things to figure out. Like you can't immediately decide on your trade a week or two later. I think you can when it happens like between week six and eight, because you're now, you're like, like crunch time. These are your final moves before the home stretch and playoffs. So no, I'm not ready to declare this not a win yet. No. All right. Nope. Well, fortunately for you, we cannot start in Dallas just yet, but let's pick a fun place to start with. Let's go go to Cincinnati and take a quick look in there. What on earth can we now officially say about these Cincinnati Bengals? Are are we officially ready to say they're a, when I say a good NFL team, I mean not a playoff team, but for a, they're a good non-playoff team? Like they don't stink. They don't stink, and I think they have heart, and they want to play, and they're young, and they're everything good about football. Joe Burrow finally winning, playing well, beating the Titans is a big deal, and there's a lot of exciting players on this team, almost too many. I had Tannehill going all across FanDuel. I had Tannehill going all across uh, seasonal, and I mean, his numbers were fine at the mm-hmm. end of the day they were all oh, very pedestrian but and a lot of the garbage came in like the fourth quarter those touchdowns came very very late so you had to sweat it out i even had an aj brown fan duel play on a one-on-one that i won literally that catch won it for me but until then i was crapping my, myself a little bit because he was just doing nothing here's a question for you on the Bengals side if you're in a keeper league do you keep a tyler boyd like, how much do you think that these receivers, you know, I'm a big P. Higgins fan. How much do you think, like, how much are you betting on these receivers with Burrow going forward? I'm in. I'm in on the T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Burrow combo. I think they maybe they even trade Mixon and try and bolster some things up and they'll have a good traffic. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm buying the Bengals. I'm buying it, too. I think they're a team. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think that they're young and they're hungry and they're working together. And we saw how well, you know, Joe Burrow did in college when he has his receiver. And it's just, I think they're a team. Where do you rank now, fantasy-wise speaking? Where is Derrick Henry? Is Derrick Henry, like, number officially with no C-Mac? Is he, like, number three? Are you going, like, Kamara, Cook, Henry? Like, running back-wise? Because he's just no 112 and a touchdown. Yeah, there's nobody. I mean, Dalvin Cook and Kamara, that's it. There's no one you can put in front of him at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's a weird year. Now, Josh for Jacobs, backs. you know, still in the conversation, and Miles Sanders, we haven't seen a lot of. But right now, I it's Kamara, Cook, Henry. You know, I let's go to that game because, to be completely honest with you, and we, you know, I previewed the whole weather situation, but Jacobs is not. He's not in the conversation for me, and I don't, I don't necessarily blame him. I partially what? think maybe that. 128 you know, yards wasn't good for you. It's it's fine. I'm fine? coming from someone who just said you got to evaluate something over the course of six weeks. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He had a so good game today over the course. Okay. So let's look at his numbers so far over the season. Yeah. Let's look. Do weeks. you have them in front of you? I will pu- pull them up right now. I'll pull those numbers up from look 128 yards. Fantastic. Did he have no catches? Zero catches. 128 points. 
12.8 points in most standard scoring leagues, Jen. That's, that's, he had a great, see, this is the thing. He had a great NFL game, hit 31 carries. If you got half a point per carry, that would, that would be elite. But I mean, Kareem Hunt essentially almost had, nah, I guess he didn't have similar numbers. Okay, he only this had one. Does he only not had two catches. today's game, but um, before today's game, uh, 13.8 standard points per game. Yeah. And I, I have a big share of him. So I know these numbers are three fantasy points per game uh, in PPR, which is more than Miles Sanders who missed three weeks already. I'm doing per game. I'm doing per game. I'm not doing total per game. Okay. So on a per game basis, Josh Jacobs has 16.3 PPR points per game. And look, I think Miles Josh Jacobs Sanders is having good 16.1. So he's having good NFL games. He's not having other than week one fantasy wise. He's not having keeper level stuff. I mean, I, I still obviously like you're never going to say bench him, but I don't think it's even his fault. I think the line's having some issues and I think it's a product of teams. know like we got to stop him. And I think that's why Derek Carr's had such a good year because teams are gearing up to stop the run. He's clearly their best offensive weapon and you got Waller and you know, we almost had a couple of Aguilar like weekly one touchdown games, but he did, he ended up with zero catches. Um, it, this was a hard game. This, the weather screwed this whole game up in fantasy. We thought cream hunt would have a big game and he didn't. Landry made a great catch, uh, but outside of that, not a whole lot happened in this game. Other than your boy, Baker Mayfield just almost didn't even record stats this game. He had 122 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, yeah. 29 rushing yards, I guess was the bright spot. Um, yeah. Yeah, the weather. That's- but you, you got to be a little afraid if you are a Browns fan, or but maybe you feel optimistic if you're a Hunt Chubb owner because – they are going to need the run game. The weather is not going anywhere. This is Cleveland, folks. This is what the weather is going to be. They need Chubb back. They it need seems Chubb back. that way. He's coming that back way. after their bye week, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And they're without OBJ now. So, you know, but, you know, there really wasn't a chance for Rashard Higgins to step up. The, the weather was just so bad. There's, you know, you can't really be that hard on Baker. Actually, Baker wasn't so bad today. And, you know, I love to say Baker's bad. Um, but he actually wasn't so bad today. He just didn't have the opportunities. Um, Harrison Bryant missed, you know, a, a play. And it's just – it was what it was. It was just a weather situation. But the thing about the Browns is you usually are able to depend on them being able to grind that ground game. And they didn't do that well today. Uh, Las Vegas really stepped up. They were really physical. They were really good. And normally – the Brown's run defense is really good, but Josh Jacobs after last week did not like getting shut by down by Tampa Bay. He figured out people are trying to shut him down. He said, I hate this. I don't like it. I'm disappointed in myself. He went back. He watched all the old tape. He watched all the tapes of the games. He came back today with 128 yards on the ground. I am a hundred percent in on Josh Jacobs. And let's take a quick break. Waiver Wired is brought to you by FanDuel. This season, there's a brand new way to play fantasy football on FanDuel. Introducing 
best ball contest, the simplest way to play season-long fantasy. In a best ball contest, there's no lineups to set, no waivers to claim, and no trades to make. Simply draft 20 players through your traditional snake draft format. Then every week, you'll automatically get points for your top nine performers at set positions. At the end of the season, the teams with the top scores take home the cash. Best ball contests have a 12-player max, so don't worry if you're not a seasoned fantasy pro. And if you want to try your hand at best ball but missed out on the start of the season, FanDuel is now offering a partial season best ball contest. Enter a best ball league by November 5th to play from weeks 9 through 16. You can enter a free contest or play for as little as a dollar. If you're new to FanDuel, you can even get a 20% bonus on your first deposit up to 500 bucks when you sign up with our code WaiverWired. So download the FanDuel Fantasy app today and be sure to use WaiverWired. Now let's get back to the show, Jen. No, I, I look, I love them. I just, you know, fantasy-wise, it's been a little tough. Um, maybe the most marquee matchup of the weekend Steelers Ravens. I don't know what it is. I mean, the way Lamar opened up with that pick six right away, I said, Oh no. And then he followed Mm -hmm. up with a fumble, but he managed to put together a game. At least when you needed him, he stepped up. I mean, there's a lot of interesting fantasy things to break down here. Again, Roethlisberger, who he's won me my only Super Bowl in fantasy, really to speak of Roethlisberger because he got hot one year. He, I feel like he's having a really good year. If you think about Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Juju, but you, you look in week in, week out, his numbers are fine. They're fine. Yeah. They're solid. He's like doing just enough. He's not throwing a ton of picks. He's like doing just enough. Connor's been really good this year. And again, like, like not stellar numbers with 47 and the touchdown. Like he's just not having the terrible games. He's been steady. Uh, I don't know. What do you make of this receiving core? Are you really just going to be playing cornerback matchups for the rest of the season? Yeah. If you have, like if you have Deontay and Claypool, like you do for the most part. Yeah. And Juju, Juju was actually the, you know, maybe the best receiver today. I think the most targets are tied for the most targets with Claypool. I think, yeah, that's what you have to do. You just have to look at the cornerback matchups. That's what I did this week. That's why I knew to start Claypool or why I had the instinct to start Claypool still could have been wrong. Absolutely could have been wrong, but that's what I did. And, you know, as far as James Conner, he's outperforming where people drafted him because people assumed he was going to get injured. But Mike Tomlin makes no bones about it. He likes to have a bell cow back, and that is James Conner. As long as he's healthy, James Conner is going to be good. And this was a tough Ravens run defense. He still got into the end zone. So it's an exciting team. They have not been beat yet. They are undefeated. And, yeah, I don't know how they do it, but it's the threat that they can do it anyway, which is similar to what Kansas City has. They have that threat. They can do it any way they want. I hate keep going back to this trade, but here's what I'm worried about. If I'm a fantasy player and someone who has shares of Deontay or Cl- so you're telling me now Johnson had that amazing game last week, like amazing game, which, and then weeks before was chase Claypool. So what chase Claypool drew the tough matchup last week. So then, yes. and then Deontay goes off. So now you're saying Ravens have a very, very good defense. Deontay got the tough matchup. He did. If you look at the no one else went off really. Yeah. Deontay had, well, no, but Claypool got the most Juju and Claypool Claypool had the easier matchup. 42 in a TD Juju had seven. That's what I guess. So they're leaving Juju, but if nobody went off because they were playing the Ravens, I mean, we weren't expecting. I don't know if you're an elite receiver. Here's what I'm getting at. 
if you're an elite number one receiver, we're saying Deontay Johnson is the number one receiver on Pittsburgh, or at least we thought maybe after last week, and now he's going to get targeted, right? So what happens. And he only had three targets for one catch for six yards. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to okay, change so every week, and that's why I'm worried about How do you feel about it. Mike Evans? You feel like he's not an elite receiver because he's getting he like is. three targets, but he's getting like three targets he's sometimes. Playing on one leg, Jen. Mike oh, Evans okay, is clearly hurt. And Deontay Johnson's been playing with a busted ankle half the season. Oh, uh, okay. Or are we fighting again? We fighting again. I don't know the why you're so mad about the Devontae Adams trade. It's all that. You're so mad about it. Because I had a trade for him several <laughs> times and it didn't work out. No, and I, I told you not to trade him because I love Devontae Adams, but this was a specific situation. I guess what I'm getting at is it's gonna be real tough to figure. It's gonna, I think it's gonna be a different stealer every week that does it. And I think you're gonna be on the short end of not you personally, if you're a part of this in fantasy with the Steelers, you might be on the short end. Like it is hard. It's hard. Just like with decide. Seattle, how do you decide between Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf? Cause Lockett ghosted us after we got Lockett last week. But I think that's just the price you pay. That's part of the game. No, I get it. But it, it's one of those like really good NFL team, maybe not the best fantasy team. That's how I'm looking at the Steelers. Obviously really good NFL team. They have so many weapons. They don't need Deontay Johnson to do anything. And they still beat, maybe the second or third best team in the NFL, which were the Ravens. So uh, really great game to watch. You know, Lamar definitely struggled. Dobbins, who looked fantastic when he got the ball, and we all know this. Waiting for this. And he got a chance, and Gus Edwards was looking good. I mean, the Ravens have a great running game. Got to see something from these receivers. They got a nice boost from Willie Sneed today. I don't know if they can count on that every week, but um, I don't know. I think – not really a whole lot of viable outside of Mark Andrews in the receiving core. I don't know if you could run even Hollywood Brown out there. He's going to have a big game at some point, but you're really just like hoping you catch him on the right week. It's getting a little ridiculous. I think it's a little bit on Lamar's side too. When you watch Lamar, he's not throwing like he was like all the knocks on him two years ago. They wasn't an accurate passer. And then last year he became more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. And then this year just, not there, not happening. Doesn't look confident. I don't know what's going on, but it's yeah. Trickle effect. Uh, they've got a great run game. Uh, this Justin, your Cowboys are up three to nothing. Michael Gallup has two catches for 19 yards. Oh, dang I'm it. already, the, I'm one already week annoyed. I didn't start in. <laughs> already annoyed. Uh, let's go through a battle for the AFC East, which I was very intrigued by this game. Cause I really fully expected the Patriots to show up, you know, it's Bill Belichick. It's, you know, it's an AFC East game. They don't lose that division. Not going to hand it over to Buffalo easily. And it was a really entertaining game. And Buffalo pulls it out in the end. Um, I guess fantasy-wise, yeah. If you were bold enough to continue to roster Damian Harris and run him out mm-hmm. there, really good game from him. Mm-hmm. We know Bill Belichick hates us who play fantasy football and doesn't care. That's right. I mean, God, outside, who are you starting out of the, the Patriots these days? So nobody, no one, not, Actually, not even cam at this point, Cam right? maybe in a super flex league. If I have to start two quarterbacks, I'm starting cam. Otherwise nobody Edelman's out with the knee thing. Nikhil Harry sat. You're not, there's no one else. Bird? Yeah. We're not even getting no. like the James white Rex Burkhead. Like I, I would start Damien Harris. And I did tell some people to start Damien Harris today in certain situations, like today when the weather was going to be bad. 
and you knew it was going to be cold and windy and Buffalo as run defense actually hasn't been so good and neither has new England. So I kind of thought they'd both run it on the ground. So in that case, I would say Damian Harris. Um, but in reality, that's not an every week thing. That's only in specific matchups. Mostly. I don't, I don't want Patriots on my team. Yeah. The quarterback play today. And again, it could be weather related to, uh, cause Buffalo was not friendly. Uh, the quarterback play was just not great. Now, as someone who has a share of Singletary in one league and Moss in another, and I've been sitting, I've been, I've been coming so close to dropping Zach Moss so many times this year, just because like I yeah. get it with him. He's the bigger back. He could get the, but we saw it. This is a prime example of what everyone was afraid of of Singletary. They both had the, the exact same carries, fully split, and Zach Moss stole the touchdown. So are we close to being able to what flex at this point, maybe for yeah, Zach Moss? I think for sure. I think that it's become much more, even if it's a 50, 50 carry, what we've seen is, and they said this about him before the season that he was going to have the Frank Gore role. That means goal line carries. So, you know, you do get more points for the touchdowns. So if it's going to be 50, 50, it's worth starting Zach Moss probably over Devin Singletary, because it's not like Devin Singletary is such a great receiver, right? I mean, he's supposed to be, but he's not. No. So, <laughs> so I think either one of these, again, both of them are kind of, to me, like you said, just a flex play or a DFS flex play, like hoping this is going to be the week they go off checking on their matchups because Josh Allen can obviously vulture touchdowns and they still have Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, John Brown, Gabriel Davis at all. They have plenty of people they can throw the ball to. For the people who maybe drafted Singletary and then maybe were able to grab Moss as a handcuff down the road, now you have both of them rostered. <laughs> and if you had to play one, I know it's all matchup based, but just if you had to play one, who are you leaning toward right now? Moss. 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 Bigger back goal line carries, yep. right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And as far as, you know, again, it was not a great game through the air for either side, but Stefan Diggs continues. One of the, my, my, my MVPs because I do have him rostered and just a person who came out of Minnesota with a, Oh, he's just a big play thread. He takes the top off the defense, but doesn't do anything really. He has been a leader, at mm-hmm. least from the outside a fan perspective on that receiving core. He has been a go-to guy. You could count on him for not only big plays, but possession plays getting in the end. He's been awesome this year. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love it for him. And I'm happy for him that he's been there. I think he's super, super talented. And I think he's made Josh Allen better in a lot of ways, even though the last few weeks, Josh Allen hasn't looked so great, but imagine once John Brown is healthy again, how good this team could be. Cause then you're going to have real threats right now. You know, John Brown's still a little gimpy, but when you have both those guys, it's going to be quite threatening. Yeah. Well, let's go to, uh, let's go to Stefan Diggs, former team. Let's go to Minnesota green Bay yeah. now. I kind of dug this. I kind of was into this. I have to say this whole, you, did you watch a lot of this yeah. game? Cause I oh, did. Yeah, I did too. This was like the game. I for whatever reason I found myself watching. I just found it. I have a lot of Delvin cook. So maybe that's why I was feeling good. Um, this was a fun game, an upset. I love an upset. And it had, it had a lot of fantasy elements. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers having a great year. Mm-hmm. So many you know, DFS Jamal, Jamal Williams is probably the most trendy pick, right? At seven yeah. K on FanDuel, yeah. I would say, although I did have some sneaky Giovanni Bernard plays going, uh, also, 
But the story of the day, I mean, David Cook coming off the injury, no one really knew like, okay, how healthy is he? You even said you had a Madison lineup at one point in the event he didn't play. I said to you on Thursday's show, that might even still work because, you know, even if Cook is healthy, maybe the 10, 12 carries they split, Madison could easily have a bigger day. Boy, was I wrong. That was just well, everything we hoped Dalvin it was, Cook would be. It was awesome as the Dalvin Cook owner. Um, I, I have to tell you that Green Bay, one thing people don't realize, their run defense is terrible. Clearly. And we forget about that because what we see about Green Bay is this great offense and all that. We don't realize how bad their run defense is. Same with Houston. Houston and Green Bay, Las Vegas, and actually Kansas City are all teams that you can attack on the ground. So when you're building your DF lineup, DFS lineups and you're setting your things, even though you think about those teams being good teams, on the ground, even more than Atlanta, yeah. even more than Minnesota, on the ground, on the ground. Yeah, it certainly seems to me like, again, fan perspective, watching it from a fantasy football perspective, but then just taking notes, it's like, okay, clearly – the Packers are a good team. They are definitely missing Aaron Jones. Like, because yes. as great as Devontae Adams is, there's no bigger Devontae Adams fan uh, than me. And he had three touchdowns in his sleep again today. It was like a pedestrian performance for him. And he had three touchdowns. They need another offensive threat. Mother Robert motherfucking Tunyon was fine today. Five for 79. Mm -hmm. He's proven to be a good tight end. You know, we're getting some Sternberger sightings, which is great, but they need another weapon because that defense has massive flaws. And if it's going to be more shootouts, obviously I believe in Aaron Rodgers to do it. I think he needs that one more weapon. Jamal Williams is good, but having Jones and Williams, that's what I think needs to happen. Or they needed to acquire a receiver. And to, that's what the rumor out. is that they may be finally looking for a receiver and they should, it'll only help Devontae Adams and help Aaron Jones. I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Jones is going to be fine. But, you know, the rumor is that people are shopping in Houston because they need draft picks, and there's a lot of people to move there. Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, people are interested in Duke Johnson. There's a lot going on there, and I think over the next few days, we may see some of our uh, fantasy picks change a lot with value, depending on if Will Fuller goes to Green Bay. I mean, oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess I would of I course, rather Will Fuller, but Cooks is he's such a different kind of receiver. I don't know. I think if they could get either one of those guys, they should, yeah. if they don't, as long as it doesn't cost too much, I mean, that, that will be theirs, but it will get better when Aaron Jones is back, but that's a tough, that's a tough loss. I think green Bay is clearly the better team, but the, the Vikings showed up. Dalvin cook was just, that was an insane game that he basically Tyler Lockett it. That's the Tyler totally Lockett did. version of run, run back running backs. I was so happy on my leagues where I had Dalvin cook. I was just like, they were all going to be tight, including our, um, our Gotham gridiron. District. Yes, that's right. Oh yeah. wow. You even have him in there. Oh, that's right. You yeah. overpay. Yeah, you know what? You are in that. I didn't overpay in the end. <laughs> you want to trade Zeke for Dalvin it. Cook right now? No. Why not? <laughs> Hell no. All right. I'll I'll sweeten the pot. Let's go. Let's go Zeke and Kelsey. No. Zeke and Kelsey, you had 27 points today in his sleep. Let's go to Kansas City because that's really the only thing to talk about. I'm offering Zeke. And Kelsey, Kelsey had a, eight catches, 109 yards and a touchdown. I'm not breaking up my team. My team is really happy. They're working really well together. And next week I even get James Robinson back. I'm getting my healthy, I'm getting Will Fuller That's back. I I'm love saying. my team. You don't even team. need Dalvin Cook. You I need to be evolving. You can't Dalvin sit Cook back. Dalvin Cook is a leader. You can't He's sit back. He's coming He's off an injury. He's the glue that holds them together. He's coming off an injury. 
You need to keep and, evolving. Yeah, he's clearly too injured to play. We're only going to stop in Kansas City for a brief moment because also I was confused by something. That first touchdown at the game, that Patrick, like, that's a pass to Hardman? I didn't actually see that one. It I'm was sorry. a, again, I, I'm sure coaches, if you're listening, you're probably like, oh, this guy sounds like an idiot. I am. It was like a fake <laughs> sweep right fake jet. It was like all this misdirection and what looked like to me a toss, but I guess, cause it was a forward moving. Yeah. It was forward like an motion. underhand flip, but it was maybe like a half a yard forward. And then Hardman took it 30 something yards for a touchdown. I thought it was a, I thought it was a, like a considered a handoff. It was considered a pass and cause oh. it was forward. And that just set the whole table. I mean, this is why you keep Patrick Mahomes. If it's a keeper league or draft them first, Sometimes with the Chiefs, you know, you're the victim of they're so good. They don't have to even use all of what Mahomes could do. And we worry your theory, I think, is still very true when they're playing an awful team and the Jets are an awful team, although they have been trying. You could certainly look at the Jets saying you're awful, but you're trying. It doesn't look like everyone quit. And I appreciate that. But we got the good Mahomes game that I was worried about uh, as someone who has a big share of Mahomes. And yet you didn't get your Le'Veon Bell. Revenge game. Didn't. So bummed. You get the revenge I, I, game. And I was like, I was like, come on. Like, why can't you let him have a little fun here? You're way out in front. Just let him do it for fun. You're just, it's like playing, you know, the JV team. Come on. Let Le'Veon Bell run a little bit. Let him get into the end zone. I thought that was a little It selfish. did look like a scrimmage. At, they should have at... just let Le'Veon Bell play. Yeah. And, and look, I'm, look, Jets, it, it certainly looks like you're trying. I gotta say, if I if I if I saw anything, if I saw anything like right matchup, like I'm talking like really right matchup. Maybe if the Jets played the Giants this year, I don't even think they do. Uh, I, Braxton Berrios like showed some flashes of like, okay, this guy's frisky, good football player. Darnold's targeting him; he had 11 targets. I am not saying pick him up and start him, but if you're just looking for any fantasy glimmer of light coming out of the Jets organization maybe but yeah that's we could keep yeah, it moving and now. maybe Denzel Mims is another one to look at especially if Crowder is out um Mims super talented just needs opportunity and you saw you know three three catches uh 42 yards so you know I'm, you we're just trying. Um, we're trying. Edwards, we're trying to see good, positive things. You consider Edward Delaire a fantasy bust at this point. And when I no. say this, I don't say because he's not talented. I mean, because he's on such a loaded team, just doesn't have to do a whole lot. He's very well, valuable to the Chiefs, but fantasy wise, well, it's hard uh, okay. to see the value. Maybe I should say he, I wouldn't say he's a fantasy bust. However, borderline, I know what you're saying. First round because pick. In that's so why many leagues. that's why because he was in and, and i didn't agree with him being a first round pick um at the time he was going ahead of derrick henry in some leagues he went ahead of derrick henry people in some leagues um which at the time i remember saying i can't take him at this whole thing where i was like i'm not going to take him in front of dalvin cook and and derrick henry when these guys have proved to me many times over that they are very very good i'm not going to take i i get that he's part of the chiefs but no and I think that's panned out. I think he's still very good, but he's not, you're right. 
wouldn't you rather have Jacob Sanders cook? I mean, pretty much for sure. Yeah. Any of them. Yeah. Uh, again, this is, and this is not like an offense to him. He's no. a really, really good player. Very, very valuable to that team. It's just a loaded team. And our auction league, I think he went for like $78. People were going, I don't know what they were smoking. They were going way too high on <laughs> Clyde Edwards. No, it, look, coming, it, it was that whole coming out of camp, although we really didn't have camps. So it was like, you know, this guy has everything. He fits the offense perfect. And he does. It's just that this team could do whatever they want. And maybe next week they'll say, hey, we want Alaire to get three touchdowns and 150 yards, and he will. I mean, people read too much into the fact that he was their first-round pick, but they didn't need much. I mean, like, it just it didn't make any sense. So, And then I basically, you know, when Williams opted out for the season, I think people just went bonkers. Yeah, well, I guess just got to keep an eye. I, I, and I, I don't – bust is such a terrible word. I don't even like that word. I hate that word, so I'm even sorry I said it. That's not yeah. the right word. I hate that word too. I, but I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. I mean, it was a good, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Real NFL terms, guy's great. And he's doing everything they need to do. The Chiefs are fine. No, but so, I mean, uh, like, who would you rather have? James Robinson or Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Value wise, right. James Robinson didn't cost you anything. Oh, yeah. Really weird. Typical cults go up 10 nothing. Lions come roaring back. Then they throw away the game. Then they oh. steal the game. Go ahead. All Jonathan Taylor owners are full on tilting right now. What the heck is this? And especially all the Jonathan Taylor truthers who were like, this guy should be a first round pick. He's going to run all over Marlon Mack. He's going to be out of a job. Well, Marlon Mack did end up out of a job right away due to an injury. And Jonathan Taylor, he's good. He's fine. But look, Jordan Wilkins, really? Naheem Hines, two touchdowns, Jordan Wilkins. I mean, like, how frustrating for the Jonathan Taylor owners. This this game was just carry on Johnson for Detroit instead of DeAndre Swift. I mean, what? what? Yeah. This game was I, weird. I ended up with a weird uh, larger share of this game in FanDuel because when I had to switch out the Browns lineup that I had, I did put Jonathan Taylor in my lineup, and I felt really good about it. And then in a 1v1 head-to-head, I did which I like doing, and I do the 1 p.m. only, so it's a much, much narrower field. I, I thought there was some real value with DeAndre Swift and and yeah. just so watching both those totals just go nowhere and then seeing Naheem Hines and Jordan Wilkins. Yeah. And then Phillip Rivers was dealing. Phillip Rivers yeah. turned back the clock a little bit today. And uh, welcome back to the big show, Marvin Jones. We've been waiting for you. Where you been, buddy? Yeah. Welcome back. He's so capable of that. I've always been, I've always said Marvin Jones Jr. is like the sneakiest FanDuel play. Started him in Scott Fishbowl Oof. along with Corey Davis, oh. Justin Herbert, and Justin You're Jackson. A beast. You're so good at see. That's what you got to really pay attention to with Jen. Like she gives great information and takes, but you really got to go show up for the deep cut. It's like we're here for the takes, but we're really here for the deep cuts. And that's what you do. Marvin Jones, Corey Davis. I would, you would have probably been an underdog in everybody's. I was like, yeah. Yeah. But... No, no. And then yeah, Stafford, like, like fantasy wise, fine. I, I guess you're roster, mm-hmm. rostering him for sure at this point. Yeah. But I don't know. Carry on injury was scary. That it's, I, I think all their losses, I think they're like two and oh, or with, with carry, not carry on Kenny Galladay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I think they're like losing, like when they, no Galladay, they lose. It's just the bottom line. Yeah. So hopefully he's okay. And yeah, I know he was like banged up and 
they need him to they uh, need him. And fantasy wise, yes, it's better when Kenny Galladay's playing. Let's see where else. Where else? I'll make you start picking where you want to go because I'd be Did curious. Did we to see hear... the end of this New Orleans Chicago game yet? Can we check in on that? Oh, I saw it. You did? Because it was still an overtime last I checked. Uh, the Saints pulled it out 26-23. I mean, there was punches thrown in there this was, game. There was, there was fights it's in the Denver Chargers game, too. Yeah, or was that? The, this was a strange week. So, yeah, let's go to that Bears-Saints game. Uh, Bears we had Saints. some Taysom Hill plays. We had a little Taysom Hill action. <laughs> Five carries, 35 yards. What the heck? Why? 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 I'm done with you, Taysom Hill. Just in there just to like mess with us. Like it's, it's just, what's, what's up, Sean Payton? What's with your love affair with Taysom Hill? I'm glad you guys touched down this week. Like give the ball to Murray. Murray's capable too. Like, I don't know. Like, look, it worked. They're five and two. They're five and two. They won. Maybe a game they shouldn't have won. So here's the question. When we're talking about busts. Michael Thomas, yeah. would you oh, consider Michael Thomas a bust at this point? Because I mean, and by the way, they clearly don't need him to win, right? They're doing just fine. Alvin Kamara, bam, like he's so productive. But Michael Thomas, I mean, he's the yeah, he's the biggest. He's, though because like in that word, he got hurt. I know. So he got hurt, that, but in between, he punched somebody. That is what makes it a little more a little trickier when, right. you, when you look at his situation because it wasn't just injury that's yes. kept him off the field. It's like such so, a tease. Every week he's going to be back and then he's not active. Yeah, they, I guess they probably need him to go far. They don't, it's clear they don't need him to make the playoffs, it seems. Although, like, they'll make the playoffs, it certainly seems, but it doesn't seem like they're a lock to win that division. Tampa Bay is going to have a lot to say about that. Um, mm-hmm. Tom Brady's yeah, just over. you just hope at this point Kamara could hold up. I mean, nine catches, ninety-six yards. If you're in like a PPR league that gets a half point league that gets a full point for He's a beast. reception. I mean, it's, it's Kamara is officially a cheat code, but uh oh, man. I guess at some point again, he didn't have a ton of, you know, 12 carries. I think they're really brokering out the carries, and he's now basically filling in, it seems he's like a the receiver. Michael Thomas role. Yeah. yeah. He'll do whatever you need. And Allen Robinson officially, I guess he's the only real viable Bears play. You could play Monty in deeper leagues and flex for sure. Like he's going to get his carry, 21 carries today. So he's going to touch the ball, not necessarily a lot of fantasy explosiveness there. Yeah, and I would say we can now probably officially say Darnell Mooney is number two. He's moved ahead on the death chart ahead of um, Anthony Anthony Miller. Miller. I don't know why, but it seems to be the case. So Darnell Mooney is someone you guys should go check out, uh, pick him up if he's still available. They do have to throw the ball to someone. And obviously, Allen Robinson, great to see that he got through concussion protocol and came through the strong game today. Although Anthony Miller did have 11 targets today. He did. He did. And he had eight catches for 73. Mooney had five catches for 69. But, you know, he only had six targets and he had the touchdown. So, yeah, look, it's definitely a lot more rewarding watching these receivers with Foles. Uh, you know, he's Foles could at least stretch the field. Tough game for the Bears to lose, but five and three, they're still in in good shape in in the NFC. But that was a wild ass finish. And I didn't see it. I didn't see the overtime. Oh, yeah. Let's see what else have I missed so far. I mean, I didn't. How about even really... Tua? I want to talk about Tua because, look, I was very confused early on. He had that fumble right out of the gate. 
Okay. And I'm a Tua fan. I'm rooting for Tua. I think the NFL, you know, needs quarterback. We just, the quarterbacks need to be good because also the Dolphins are good. But again, I was confused. Okay. Not saying Ryan Fitzpatrick's taking you to the promised land. He's probably not. He's having an okay to pretty decent year for Ryan Fitz. But the team is good and it seemed like they like playing for him. Why are you throwing Tua in against Aaron Donald? And of course, like first or second play, just total disruptive. Then they cut to Aaron Donald on the sideline and he was like smiling. It looked like a guy who was who just ordered like the steak he's been dying for. And he's like smiled, like, I can't wait for that steak to come out. Cause that was the like first drive of the game. And then he settled down. Not gonna say Tua looked fantastic. The throw to Devontae Park, uh, Parker in traffic was nice. It was a great catch. The Dolphins are good. They destroyed Jared Goff. Just they destroyed Flores. I mean, can't say he's coach of the year, but that's who I want coaching my team. I, if I could exciting. choose, like young coach, like I want Flores. And the Miami defense, fantastic. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm excited for them. And again, a young team, nothing, again, nothing that special about Tua. He could have even maybe gotten you negative points in some scoring, but the team is exciting. I still think they shouldn't move Ryan Fitzpatrick. I know people talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick getting traded, but I don't think they can yet. No. And where are you going to trade him at this point? Like Dallas? Dallas. They could. I mean, I'm, I don't think they will. I'm just saying there's like What is Dallas giving up? You know, like what's, yeah. what are we? No, they need I, to keep him. I don't him. see it. They need to keep him around. Well, we do, you know, I have a really cool mystery guest this week. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked because I don't know if that's final scores in that 1v1. Uh, but there is a chance if I saw correctly when I snuck a peek at the scores, this mystery guest might have played Tua and Parker. Really? And the game is close. That's all I know. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, but we have someone had the guts to play Tua in his first ever start. Is that what we're calling it? Guts? I think it's guts. You're starting a, <laughs> uh, uh, an unknown commodity, really. I mean, I think it's reckless. Reckless. <laughs> They're supposed to be keeping these people out of the tournament of champions, Jerry. Do you think it's reckless? What if they win? They won't, but they won't. It's Hold reckless. On. They should start someone like Russ Wilson. Do I need to look up a score? But everyone starts Russ Wilson. Well, they could have started Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. So I guess that's the other. I started Tannehill over Herbert. That's the question I wanted to ask. Is Herbert now officially I start he, no matter who he's playing? I think he might be because I thought he might not do so well against Denver today. And they didn't win. That was a very exciting game. Well, game, I don't know the how they, they're the best two and five team I think I've ever seen. And Denver pulled it out today and it was, it was really impressive. Melvin Gordon being super awesome at the end, by the way. But um, yeah, I think Justin Herbert's must start no matter who the matchup is. I, I think, I think, yeah, I can't see why you wouldn't. Well, I drafted all these rookies because I figured this was going to happen. I'm trying to look up the score right now. Okay. Let's see what we got here. And again, these are this is not official yet. We're waiting for some stuff to come in. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to wait. There's a few more things I want to make sure are final. But yeah, Jed, you might your reckless call might be correct. Potential <laughs> the recklessness. Uh, let's talk about the Chargers then, since we're talking about our boy 
Herbert. Who who's winning rookie of the year this year? I think it might be Herbert. Well, who are the Do candidates? Burrow? Obviously, Burrow, Herbert. Mm-hmm. It's Burrow and Herbert. Those are the candidates. <sighs> Burrow has more games, but her I, I go Herbert right now. I think it's Herbert. Although I think it record wise, they're both like right there. Yeah. I mean, I think it will be it'll be anyone's guess, but it's gonna see it's gonna matter how they play out the rest of the Well, if season, you had a but- vote right now, if you had a vote, who are you voting for? I'm voting for Herbert. Another three touchdowns. He did throw two picks, uh, two seventy-eight. Um, still, you know, twenty-one yards rushing. That's just like for fun. That's like here. Here's a here's a few extra points that you probably don't need. I've been waiting for the Mike Williams game. I really wanted to start Mike Williams this week. I just know it's going to happen. It was a really really good game out of Mike Williams. I am really happy for Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is a player I've been watching since he came into the league. And he bursts onto the scene, and him and Philip Rivers had a lot going on, and he was getting hurt. I mean, that guy was taking a lot of hits. He had a hip thing. And I worried about him after Rivers left. Not, you know, Terod Taylor's a good quarterback, but I thought, you know, Keenan Allen's numbers are probably going to suffer. But I drafted him out of like pure love and respect for the past. And Herbert is like, uh, I mean, a perfect quarterback for Keenan Allen. Big quarterback with a strong arm who keeps plays alive. It's perfect. I Keenan Allen is like he I have him in a combination with Diggs and Evans. It's maybe the best job I've done drafting. And I was in the yeah. auction league, no less. Great. I got him for eleven yeah, um, dollars. Can we talk about my boy Justin? It's his Jackson? job now, right? It's his. It's his job. It's his job now. I was hoping it would be. I people were a little disappointed it wasn't so great last week, but I think he was just still dealing with that knee thing, you know, because we weren't even sure he was gonna play. But today, 142 total yards. He didn't get into the end zone, but what a great game watching him play was really good. I think it's his job. I think he's the Austin Eckler role. And then there will be, you know, backup from Josh Kelly in there. But Josh Kelly was, I mean, you know, Pope out okay. got more carry. Pope came in there and yeah. ran. Pope got more. And then he got injured. But yeah, he came in and ran for 69 yards, I think. 67, yeah, on 10 carries came in and like looked that. good. Uh, we're we're yeah. raving about the Chargers. Unfortunately, this seems to be the story with the Chargers. Oh, wow, they look good. They have so many things to talk about. Oh, they lost, and they're two and five, and they lost, they lost. to a three and four dancing Drew Locke Broncos team who... Oh, yeah. So can can someone have an intervention with Drew Locke? Why? I'm sorry, honey. You you don't look cool when you dance. we got to get you some moves. But, you need some moves. Nobody's going to dance with you. I, I But maybe it wasn't for everybody. Like, he didn't it know the cameras were on him, did he? Ultimate I, white boy dance that's just like nerd fest. He looked like he was dancing alone with his Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis? I, what do you know, know about Sega Genesis? I, I, that, that's, you're in my era I don't now. Know. Atari, whatever. <laughs> what do you? What do people play? Game Boys? Uh, look, it was a gutsy performance. They stole that game. The Chargers are legitimately the best two and five team, maybe I've that I've ever seen. I don't know how they lost that game. Philip Lindsay, uh, you mentioned Melvin Gordon to finish that game. I thought Lindsay really kind of kept the Broncos afloat. And then I, I can't even say I know I knew much about. Deshaun Hamilton coming into the game, but four catches for 82 and a TD. I'm yeah. giving him a look now. I think you got to give a look as long as Tim Patrick is injured um, or out, then it's Deshaun Hamilton's going to be in play. Look, everybody's on Jerry Judy. Like he's not getting the light treatment here in the NFL. Right. People are all over Jerry Judy. 
So it's, it's the other guy and no fan looked good. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be a big part of this offense. Yeah. I, I think, I think now the Broncos who we were, it's been rough without Locke, And I'm not saying Locke is like a fantasy football savior for the Broncos, but certainly make, gives fan Judy and, and even helps the running backs. Cause there's at least more of the threat of the past. So I'm high. I'm, I got, you know, the Broncos trending up even in fantasy football. And uh, I do think we're going to get a monster game from Jerry Judy. So we just need the right matchup. It's coming. The dude's too good to be, I'm not even saying they're bottling them up completely, but it's coming. Did we hit everything? No, I think we're missing. Uh, San Francisco, oh, Seattle. God, San Fr- I just feel bad for San Francisco at this point. San Francisco is a good really? team. They, uh, they legitimately don't like they're, they're almost, I feel like they're out of body, like bodies. Now Jimmy yeah. G goes down. As as I'm not even so saying that up. Jimmy G, like whatever your feelings are about Jimmy G, he's still your team's starting quarterback who was right. in the Super Bowl last year. He's gone. Mozart's yeah. gone. Debo's gone. Wilson's gone. It's just, it's just bad. It's almost like they should just punt on the year. But our boy Brandon Ayuk did come he through. He did. That we talked about on Thursday. He came through. He gave us the game we wanted. Kendrick Bourne also. Didn't um, really happen until Nick yeah, Mullins came thing- in though, and then Nick Mullins started feeding yeah. him the rock. Um, George Kittle, a little disappointing in this one. And the, the backfield just so confusing for San Francisco. Is it hasty? Is it McKinnon? Is it yeah, Coleman? Not McKinnon. <laughs> Another week of three, yeah. he had three carries and minus one yard last week. And I think he did the same thing this week. Yeah. He did manage to get four catches for 40 <laughs> yards, which was nice. So there is some receiving value there for McKinnon, but yeah, it's, it's now a stay away. This just, just with the exception of Ayuk, there's too much. And Kittle, obviously. Did Russell Wilson eke his... Not that he left the MVP conversation very far, but, you know, of course, one interesting week where they don't win, and it's like, oh, Russell's not the MVP, but he bounced back four TDs, no picks. Is Russell Wilson Jen Piacenti's MVP through eight weeks? It's him. Look, I... Yeah. There's no one else. you can make a Derrick Henry case, but then you see that game today, and it's hard to give it to a running back. Uh, Aaron Rodgers would have had a case, but after the last two weeks, kind of hard to say that. I don't. I honestly don't even know who else who the other candidate is. Mahomes is coming on strong, but again, it's the whole like he yeah, doesn't necessarily but- have to do enough. But still, like, do you get a little credit for being so good and on a team that's so good that you don't even have to do a lot? Like that hurt. I guess, but I don't know. Deep in the back of your mind, you gotta almost still. All right, maybe Russell be fine, but Patrick Mahomes is still the best. Yeah, like don't get it twisted. I that's how that's my feeling. Um, what? Yeah, maybe what? he's the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, I don't know. Who would you I, pick mean, over I think him? Patrick Mahomes is really good, but I don't know that you would say he's that much better than Russell Wilson. I didn't say he's that much better. He's better. If you're okay. If you take fantasy football out of it for a second, now you are the the GM. I can't stand the way that Patrick Mahomes talks. And you know, I have my weird things. Like I have my weird thing about Tom Brady and the fact that he's now having sleepovers with Antonio Brown, but don't get me started on that. (laughs) Antonio Brown could afford his own house. Um, Patrick Mahomes talks like this. Stop it. And I I, just can't. I'm not accepting this. I cannot consider anyone the greatest quarterback Stop. until they um, don't talk through their nose. I won't, I won't so stand for Russ. this. I won't stand for this. I'm going Russ. I won't stand for this. I'm going Russ. <laughs> I'm going Russ. 
I won't stand for this. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in fantasy yep. football and in regular NFL football. And uh, please, I will, I will not accept. You're, any you're totally. Most people would agree with you, but I'm, I'm no slander. I won't accept it. Nope. Uh, okay. Moving uh, on. You nope. can, you can, you can take that stance all you want. I am. I, I most people would agree with you, but uh, no, I, I dig Russ. Do you want before we man. sign off? Uh, do you want to score on your Cowboy game? No. Okay. Maybe you're better off that way. You probably, mm. you know what? You're probably better off that way. Is it really bad? No, no, bad it's actually it? not. It's the Eagles. It's not going to be bad. Here's the thing. It could be. No, it Carson won't be. Wentz is a rushing t t quarterback now all of a sudden. It's not going to be. It's the Eagles. They're going to keep you around and they're going to go up and look like they're going to put it away. They're, they're going to give the game right back to you and then they're going to win in the end and be like, please okay. tell me Danuch has done something good. Come on. Do you? Danuch. Do you want Danuch's numbers? Yeah. He's four for nine, 41 <laughs> yards. Yeah, Danuch. And no touchdowns. Do you want Zeke's numbers? Yeah. Eight carries, 32 yards. Okay. No catches. Michael Gallup, three catches for 21. Of course, Danuch likes Gallup. Of course, Gallup is going to start becoming like of a course. Thing. Of course. I think I only have him in one league where I had to start him starting this week. I was just way too nervous because we don't know what's going on here. So I didn't do it. Travis Fulgham looks okay. Yeah, Fulgham's got 50 yards score. already. He's, he's Rieger's back, two catches, only 10 yards, but he's back. Boston Scott, right. excellent, excellent yeah. filler for uh, Sanders. And uh, yeah, we're going to be back on. Uh, 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 score just changed. <laughs> you got another field seven goal. To Ooh, seven Woo. to six. Ooh. That vaunted cowboy. Uh, we'll be back Thursday. And Jen, we're starting to run out of weeks here. Okay. What? What are we gonna do when this is over, Jerry? What are, what are we gonna do? I do you wanna do uh fantasy basketball? What do you wanna do? I mean, I'll try fantasy baseball. It's been a while. I think the last I, I, I think I drafted Moises Salu was my last time playing fantasy baseball. <laughs> I'm serious. Wow. I, I, and that was wow. like scoring the, the, we had to do the scoring with like a pencil and like the USA Whoa. today and yeah, everyone yeah, cheated that was, and I was done yeah. with fantasy baseball for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we we'll will just, be back we'll Thursday because it's time for us to really, we're not going to win our waiver wired contest this week, but we, we got to really no. make some moves and you and I are getting closer and closer to our week 10 matchup. Now my, you're playing me on my Zeke Elliott buy. That doesn't look so bad for me anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You have a shot. I have a shot. We both have a shot. We both have a shot at winning this league, Jerry. I'm not, not no exaggeration. Oh, I can't wait to see what the what the odds will be. Like we're gonna we're gonna make our listeners give odds if you and I are actually faced off in a playoff <laughs> matchup or a Super Bowl. Um, Halloween's over now, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I know it's been it's a it's a weird time. Let's just ease up with the christmas music let's ease our way into it okay like it just seems like it's getting early and earlier it used to be right after thanksgiving fine now it starts like a little bit before thanksgiving i now got my wife saying like oh halloween's over we can start playing christmas music now that's not how it works there's a whole holiday in between right thanksgiving yeah, and it's a football holiday. Yeah, like so let's just, that's a really important holiday. I'll be ready. I mean, like, basically the whole pilgrims and everything, they were just here for the Cowboys Washington game. That's let's that's just wait for the reason. Mariah Carey tweet, like we all do. Like yeah. let's just wait for her to say it's officially it's time. Let's just wait for the Mariah Carey tweet. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Perfect.